Hey, everybody. Have you heard of the latest TikTok diet trend? Eat what you want, add what you need in. Well, today we're talking about that diet trend and why I think it's one of the best diet trends that have come around in a while. So for me, I am not on TikTok. I don't really like TikTok. I think I might have opened a TikTok account one time, but I don't use it. I It's just TikTok's not for me. I know my kids love it. I'm more of an Instagram girl. However, I got, somebody sent me this article. So someone sent me an article about this latest TikTok diet trend. So I went and I took a look at it and it linked uh, linked it back to uh, Lisa losing weight. And I'm going to put her links in the show notes for her TikTok channel because it looks like she's not on Instagram. She's on TikTok. The people on Instagram, it looks like it's like a fake follow me account. But anyway, she is fantastic. It's one of the diet trends that you ever, not even a diet trend, you ever have this idea in your head and maybe you've been using it for years and you've just never thought about putting it out there. Well, this is what she did. I know, I'm sure so many of us Uh, nutritionists and health coaches are kicking ourselves because this is things that we have been doing with our clients for years. It's just, she put it out there. Actually, funny story reminds me back when I was a dog groomer, we used to take de-shedding and we used to use the blades of our clippers. We take it off the clippers and use that to to remove the undercoat from dogs so that they didn't shed. And we used to charge $50 an hour to do this, right? Well, a groomer went ahead took that blade, made it bigger, put it on the end of a handle and made the Furminator. And let me tell you, if any of you have dogs that shed a lot and you're wondering if that $50 tool is worth it, oh my God, it is worth it. This is what as dog groomers we used to do and charge a fortune for. And now this person has made a fortune off of this. So getting back to our regular programming, um, this is what this girl, Lisa, has done. And I'm hoping I pronounce her her name correctly. But this is what she has done. She has really kind of documented a lot of the tips that she's done during her weight loss journey. And let me tell you, anytime I have a client, I will always ask them, tell me three foods you are not willing to live without. Because when they're going on any type of diet, and I don't create the diet, that's all on my clients. I'm a health coach. It's all client-led. They tell me what they want to do, and I just help support them in it. So one of the things we do is we, I take those three foods. I say, okay, how can we redo that to fit into your plan? And a lot of times it's pizza. So if it's low carb, maybe we're looking at cauliflower crust. Maybe we're looking at egg pizza. And egg pizza is basically, the pizza crust is almost like a scrambled egg. Um, or not a scrambled egg, like, um, like a frittata kind of thing. And then we kind of ramp it with foods that they can have. And we do this for any diet. Any diet you're on, we always try to do this. One that probably couldn't be done is the carnivore diet because that's basically just meat. And I don't know how you're going to recreate pizza with just meat other than just eating pepperoni. Um, But anyway, that's what we kind of do. And this is what this whole TikTok channel is about, is about really taking foods people love, foods that she loved, and recreating them in healthy ways, but not like in the healthy ways where we're having mashed cauliflower instead of mashed potatoes. Not that, because let me tell you, be quite frank, I cannot stand cauliflower. I just, it makes my stomach turn. It is the one vegetable next to okra. Not a big okra fan. However, maybe I just never had okra cooked right. It is the one vegetable I cannot stomach. And I love just about every other vegetable. Cauliflower, it 
just has a weird smell to it and I just can't get past it. But I know a lot of people love it and a lot of people use it very successfully. I've known people that have made cauliflower stir fries and they swear it's just as good as the stir fry. I just, like I said, I can't get past the cauliflower. You know, this is what she's doing. She, so the one I saw was this bagel. She did this pizza bagel and she did it using a Dave's Dave's Killer Bagel, the higher protein bagel. And then she put all her toppings on it. And, you know, she was being mindful about the sauce because she knows, you know, a lot of times sauce has sugars and things like that. And she loaded it all up and she was conscious about the cheese. Let me tell you a tip about the cheese. And this is going to be your best tip you're going to hear when it comes to cheese. So cheese, you really want to keep it an ounce or under because it gets really high in fat, really high in calories. And depending on what you're doing, you might have to be mindful. Anyone should be mindful, right? Do not use a regular cheese grater for cheese. Use a microplaner because it gets this great melty ability and an ounce of cheese is this enormous pile where an ounce of cheese with a regular box grater, it's going to be a sad quantity. But she does all these little tips and tricks and she's showing you all these things and I absolutely love her channel. I actually want to reach out to her and see if I can get her to come on the podcast because I just think what she is doing is fantastic and it's really helping people really on their weight loss journey or even just eat healthier. She's very conscious about protein because protein helps keep you fuller and she's conscious of vegetables. She's eating good quality vegetables. And, you know, I think that's so important. You know, most young TikTokers, Instagrammers that are on diet and nutrition, I just want to plant six feet under a lettuce patch. Any of you Tommy Boy fans, you get the reference. But her, I could actually stand behind her. Like, this is a good channel. Go follow it because she has, oh, another one that she had was um, these big girl tacos. And she talks about Mission makes these street tacos, which if you have not been to the grocery store and seen the Mission street tacos, so they are little like three inch tacos. These are fantastic because you get that quantity. A lot of times for people when they're changing how they're eating, visually our food can become very sad like portions we're used to bigger portions maybe you're used to eating three normal tacos and now you sit down at dinner and you get one sad little taco you don't need a sad taco you can do three of these mission street tacos and you can load them up with protein and vegetables and top them with cheese a lot of times I'll use them. I use them a lot. Um, So the Mission Street tacos are great. The other thing I love are Boston lettuce. So Boston lettuce has this nice little cup form. And I will do that with a lot of my tacos. I'll put whatever taco I do, duck taco, fish taco. And, you know, the thing about tacos for a lot of us is the toppings. Don't skimp on the toppings. You know, I love in her thing when she did the tacos, she was talking about you could do non-fat Greek yogurt, but she's like, I really want sour cream. So you do a little bit of sour cream, you know, add the toppings in because that's even the same thing with pasta. It is the topping. So going back, it's about eat what you want, add what you need in. And it's really about adding in, making sure you're hitting protein counts if you're contact if you're calculating proteins, making sure you're hitting fiber counts, veggie counts, whatever count you need to hit calories, whatever type of diet you're doing, making sure you're doing that, but eating food you actually want. This will keep you on the diet. If you are going on a diet and you're eating sad food and sad portions, you will not stay on any diet. But if you're doing things that you actually like, what foods you actually want, 
this is the secret. And, you know, when we start even working out, you know, for her, she did strength training. Listen, you do what calls to you. Whatever you like to do, do that. If you like playing tennis, go play tennis. If you like playing basketball with your kids, go play basketball. Do whatever you like to do and make that your workout. Because if we just say, well, I'm going to force myself to go to the gym and strength train and you hate going to the gym, you listen, life is too short to hate anything. And the fact that you're going to try to hate going to the gym to lose weight or make yourself feel better or whatever it is, yeah, you might feel better walking out, but you don't want to hate going there. Now, if you know you dread going there, but once you get there, you're in a good mood and you're loving it, then that's totally different. But if you're literally like dragging your shirt by the yourself by the shirt collar and it's like, I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do it. Don't fucking do it. I mean, it's pretty simple. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. You are in control of your whole life. But if you have a goal and you want to reach that goal, then do something you like doing. And I I think that was my biggest takeaway with how she's doing this. Don't eat sad food. Eat what you want. You want pizza? Figure out how you can do pizza. Get creative. You know, we have the internet at our fingertips right now. You want pizza. You want low-carb pizza. You want high-protein pizza. You want whatever kind of pizza you want. I can guarantee you, you can Google it and find it. So it's really about knowing what you want, supporting what you want, and going forward that. But I would say any diet that you're going on, make sure that you pick out your top three, your top five, your top 10. I don't care how many top foods you want. But whatever it is, do not remove foods that you know are your weak link. Because I can guarantee you every single time somebody has gone off the diet and hasn't gone back on, a lot of the times it's because of something that they were not getting, something that they missed. Maybe they missed ice cream, they missed pizza, they missed tacos, they missed margaritas. I don't know what it is, but you missed it. And even if alcohol is not on your plan, let's say you have like, you're on a diet plan and alcohol is just not going to support you. That's fine. Do a margarita with no, no tequila. You know, you can do a spicy margarita and not add in the tequila. There are plenty of tequila zero alcohol. Uh, I think Ritual makes uh, tequila that you can do like that. A lot of times if I'm not wanting to drink, I'm a big tequila fan. If I'm not wanting to drink, but I still want like a cocktail, I'll actually make things with tea. So a lot of times I'll find a tea. I actually, I got into this big thing with this butterfly pea tea. It, It basically turns, it's purple, but if you put lemon in it, it turns blue with an acid. And I was doing a lot of cocktails using that because it was pretty. It was visual. I put lime in it. Now all of a sudden it's this beautiful uh, purple color. And, you know, you can do things like that. You can get creative. Raspberry leaf tea was another one I did. Be mindful of that one. That one could have some kind of hormone um, hormone issues. So if you're not really sure about that one, stay away from that one. I actually had um, somebody advising me to drink it. Um, the health professional advising me to drink it. So that's why I use that. Dandelion tea is another one. But in the herbal tea, chamomile tea, basically everything goes good with chamomile tea. Um, I actually found that if I did chamomile tea with a little bit of seltzer water and some orange rinds, I actually really like that as a cocktail with some nice ice. 
And sometimes I would put a little lemon or lime in there as well. But there's so many things that you can do. We can get creative and making sure that we're not eliminating anything, that we take foods we love, we add into this. Now, I will tell you there was an article, and I'll post it in the show note links as well, that was basically a doctor saying this is one of the worst diet, you know, diet trends he has seen. And let me tell you, here's the problem I had with this one. And, you know, I'm going to preface this by saying my exposure to what I've heard from people versus their exposure to what they have seen with the patients is probably a little bit different. I have always said I have never met anybody that didn't want to be healthy. I have met plenty of people that didn't know how to do it. And I think from my perspective, my perspective is people want to be healthy. A lot of them are just confused. They don't know how to implement it. So that's an easy fix. I'm sure if you are an endocrinologist, if you are in the medical field where you're always seeing people and it just, it feels like excuses on top of excuses, which we're going to curb that for a moment because I'll come back to that whole excuse thing. But why, when, what we're exposed to is a little bit different. So for them, it might be a little bit different. But one of the things that they said was they're concerned about this diet trend because it's telling people to eat what they want to eat, just add in. So if they want a dozen donuts, they could still eat a dozen donuts. They're just going to eat the protein with it. And that's not what she meant at all. And I don't think, here, let's be quite frank here. I don't think there is a single person that thinks a dozen donuts is healthy. So if you're trying to be healthy and you're eating a dozen donuts, I would want to find out what's happening that you're eating those dozen donuts. Is it simply because somebody told you you can't eat a dozen donuts and you're like, fuck you, I'm going to eat a dozen donuts? You know, and I think that's where, and circling back to what I said is about excuses, I have found in my practice and what I have learned from people, and it's probably much different than what somebody that works in another area has witnessed. But what I have witnessed is a lot of times the excuses or because people aren't listening to them. It's because a lot of times we blanket information to patients, to clients, to whoever, and we don't show them how to implement this. And I see this a lot with my shift working professionals. You know, a lot of times it's eat healthy and out the door. And they don't know how to implement that on a lifestyle that's essentially flipped around. You know, even I talked about it on a couple episodes, even the concept of breakfast. If you wake up at 5 p.m. and your first meal of the day is dinner with the family and all the diet information that you see out there was eating a good breakfast, scrambled eggs, you know, um, oatmeal, this or that, that's not food you're going to eat at 5 p.m. when you're sitting down with dinner with your family. You're not going to make tacos for your family. You sit there eating a sad bowl of oatmeal. That's not, it's not set up. And I know what a doctor would say. Well, just flip your meals around. That sounds great, but the implementation of it when you're trying to make dinner for your family is not like, oh shit, okay, so I have, I'm gonna eat tacos, but what am I gonna eat the rest of the day? There's a thought process here that has to go on. And a lot of times when you're in the midst of everything going on, you're not thinking that through. And that's where health coaching gets really powerful because we could take what those doctors told you. We could take what your nutritionist, your dietitian, whoever it is, or what you want to do. We could take that information and help you implement it into something that fits your lifestyle. And that's why I love health coaching. I will always 
you know, talk about health coaching, I will always promote it because when you're working with a good health coach that really understands how to embrace your life and how to build those healthy habits with you, it becomes immensely powerful. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go check out her TikTok channel and let her know that you heard about her on the Shift Health Coach podcast. And if you guys want to give me a little plug and tell her to come on the podcast, I would love it. But I think I am going to reach out to her and see if I can get her on the podcast because I think what she's doing is amazing and she just gets it. She gets it because she's lived it. And I am so proud that there's somebody out there sharing practical information that can really be implemented. So I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you're struggling and you want some additional help, you could go to my website, shifthealthcoach.com and you can set up a free 15-minute consult with me or if you want to jump in and get the plan I do my one-hour session we sit down we go through everything you get a plan you walk away with so that way you can actually implement the healthy habits that you've been putting off so you can visit shifthealthcoach.com I'll talk to you all next week